Welcome to the Next Level Business Podcast. This is your host, Tony Kane. So as a business coach, it's my job to give you the tools, the tips, and the motivation for you to take your business and your life to the next level. And each and every week, I bring you a new guest who's been in your shoes, guests that have started, scaled, and now own really successful businesses. And I like to get into their heads and figure out what made them so successful. So before we get started today, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to the School for Life Foundation. Annabelle and the team there, they raise money to build schools and help more children in Uganda to go to school. So it's a sad fact, but only 7 out of 10 kids in Uganda actually finish primary school. So the team there, they raise money and enable people to actually sponsor kids to go to and finish school. So it's a great organization. And if you have the capacity, I'd love for you to head over to schoolforlife.org, sponsor a child, and you'll be able to watch them go to and complete school. I guarantee you it's the most fulfilling thing that you'll do this year. So thanks so much for the team at School for Life Foundation. And now let's get into today's episode. On today's show, I've got Kevin McShane joining us all the way from Canada. So Kevin's going to talk us through his story here. He's disabled, but that hasn't stopped him from not only becoming an advocate for other disabled people to find gainful employment, but since the pandemic hit in the last five months, Kevin's actually started an online YouTube channel and a podcast where he's had over 120,000 people view his content. So strap in. I know you're going to get really inspired from today's chat with Kevin McShan. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us today. Tony, I'm delighted to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Mate, oh, I'm glad I'm glad that you were able to return. So I was very um, fortunate to be able to jump onto your podcast. Let's have this conversation a few weeks ago. And man, I was really inspired from talking to you, Kev, and um, hearing your story. So for my listeners, can you share your story of how in May this year, um, you were sort of blindsided like most most of us in terms of you had a contract that wasn't renewed because of COVID. So you had to pivot really quickly. And your growth on your podcast, I know you started, let's have this conversation in May and you've already had 120,000 views, which that is incredible. So Kev, can you talk us through where you thought you were going to be say in May this year and, and how this has all come to be? Uh, sure. So uh, actually in May of, uh, just before the pandemic started, I was uh, going to take over or resume my role with the Ontario Chamber of Commerce to run something called the Discoverability Network. And what that is, is it's the province of Ontario's new online job matching portal for individuals with disabilities and employers to get connected. And the way it works is you go on the website, you create a profile, uh, and if you're a job seeker with a disability, you're matched with employers, who are looking to hire people with disabilities. And if you're an employer, obviously it works the opposite way. But uh, my contract was uh, suspended because of the pandemic. I was also in the process of uh, carving out a role with the Canadian government to advocate on behalf of people with disabilities. But again, because of the pandemic uh, that uh, it got scrapped as well. So it gave me an opportunity to sort of uh, go back to the roots of what I'm really passionate about, and that's uh, journalism and telling the stories of people um, that couldn't otherwise have a platform to do it themselves. 
Um, so that's kind of how the uh, podcast started. And just for your listeners to know, I was born with what's called um, uh, spastic quadriplegia cerebral palsy. It just simply means that I don't have enough oxygen in my legs to walk normally. So it affects things like my, mus my muscle uh, dexterity, uh, my ability to stand for long periods of time, and my muscle uh, memory and muscle movement. Kev, thank you so much for that. And you're a huge advocate for disabled people who are willing and able to work to, to find gainful employment. So, and it's something that I think um, in Australia, we're doing it really well. We have a, um, a large organization called Nova Employment. And could you talk me through maybe some stories of how important it is and how much it's changed the lives of people with disabilities for, for them to simply just be able to find employment? Yeah, I, I always, when, when I'm asked that question, I always tell people that inclusion is the gateway to independence. And this October is uh, National Disability Employment Awareness Month. So this is hyper important and hyper uh, sensitive that we bring uh, attention to this issue. Because when you uh, give someone with a disability a job, you do a couple of things. You provide them uh, with increased self-confidence, self-worth, and self-esteem. They have the ability to actively uh, contribute to uh, societal life and uh, uh, make their own decisions without having to be uh, structured by uh, opinions of other people. And they are also allowed to sort of uh, chart their own course or, or uh, paint their own portrait of success. So hiring someone with a disability is not only uh, good, good for their uh, self-esteem, self-worth, self-dignity, but it's also a great business decision for businesses who are looking to uh, diversify their workforce and do the smart thing and hiring people with disabilities. And get this, this being a business podcast, what would you say to um, listeners out there of mine who do run a business and for whatever reason, haven't thought about hiring someone with a disability, how could you change their line of thinking and encourage them to go out and give someone with a disability a chance? Well, I think uh, to answer that question directly, I think when you hire someone with a disability, uh, you're instantly gaining a competitive advantage because they're all, uh, the person you hire with a disability all they do all day is solve problems. And, and when you hire someone with a disability, your business operation becomes more efficient. You also uh, be able, you're also on the cutting edge of innovation and you're also uh, streamlining uh, your overhead costs. And what I mean by that is once you hire someone with a disability, uh, Statistics here in Ontario show that uh, there's 20% less uh, turnover when you hire someone with a disability, and they stay they stay on the job longer, and they want to prove they can do the work. So it's vitally important to hire people with disabilities, not only for diversity and inclusion in your workforce, but also to give you a competitive advantage and access to innovation uh, capital when you hire uh, people with disabilities. And Kev, I, um, 
I love what you said there. And I know um, I do a little bit of work at the Children's Hospital and the inspiration that I get from, from seeing not only the, the kids who are doing it tough, but uh, still be able to put a smile on their face. So I would imagine that if you had an organisation and you did take the step to hire someone with a disability, it would actually provide a really good um, source of motivation for your existing staff to see how important this job was to the disabled person. And, and I can, and I just know from, from seeing and being around so many disabled people, they've just got that, um, they've just got that way of making other people happy. Have you found that to be true that by adding a person with a disability to the organization, the whole organization gets an uplift? Yeah, I think uh, productivity uh, is uh, uplifted when you hire someone with a disability. St stats here in Canada tell us that a small and medium-sized enterprises that hire people with dis disabilities, their level of productivity uh, increases and their uh, expectations of that person are uh, dis uh, are. Uh, elevated because they can prove they can do the work. And then 75% uh, of those people, when we survey uh, small and medium-sized enterprises, say that they meet or exceed expectations. And to your point for morale, it's uh, not, not only good for morale in the office, but it's also uh, good for the morale of your bottom line because, uh, as I mentioned earlier, people with disabilities can help streamline services, make your business operation run more efficiently. And it also exposes you to a uh, new uh, client base of uh, pe people to offer your uh, products and services to because uh, people with disabilities, it's been shown through studies, have approximately about $55 billion of disposable income. And one thing your viewers may not know, uh, accommodations for uh, people with disabilities, uh, often 80% uh, of the time, they cost less than $500 and can be as simple as the raised height of a desk, the use of assisted software or uh, headsets uh, to get the job, job done. So it's really, uh, the training aspect of it, uh, I know that some businesses are worried about how much is this going to cost me if I bring someone on uh, with a disability, but the overall overhead costs are really minim minimal if your businesses are willing to be, be a little bit innovative as well. I love it. And, and thanks, Kev. And I'll, um, I'll have some links there to, to both your pages, Kev, and to promote um, the importance of the National Disability Employment Awareness Month, which is in October. So thank you for sharing that, Kevin. Mate, let's shift gears to you, right? So why a lot of listeners out there are trying to grow their digital profiles and, and build their online presence. But you've done an amazing job. Like you've gone from nothing in May to now you've got the YouTube channel, Let's Have This Conversation, and the podcast where you've got over 3,000 subscribers and you've had 120,000 people view your videos and I sort of look at that and go I always, I always when I when I look at um viewership right I always think of stadiums like I know that we both love the NFL right there's not even there might be one or two stadiums in 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 the world who can who can have 120,000 people so I just think having that many people viewed your content is amazing so how did you do it Kev? 
Uh, a couple of reasons, uh, ways I did this. Um, when you, you talk about digital uh, platforms and digital uh, reach to people, I, I always tell people don't be afraid to uh, pay for a little bit of advertising. I certainly do that and that helps build my digital platform because if they don't know I'm out there, uh, then, uh, then building a digital platform uh, becomes that much more harder. But I also, um, um, one of the ways I did it is I'm a constantly uh, networker of people. I love networking with people. So I network with pe people using all forms of social media, uh, my uh, community contact. So I think bu building a, a digital platform for me comes in uh, two sets. Um, don't be afraid to uh, pay for advertising in terms of uh, smart advertising and working with advertisers that you trust. And also never be afraid to be uh, vulnerable when it comes to networking. What I mean by that is don't be afraid to put yourself out there and sort of be on the olive branch of opportunity for advancement. So that means be always open to new opportunities, meeting new people and making a new connections. Kev, can you, can you drill down a little bit deeper for, for my listeners with paid advertising? It's one of those areas where half the people think it's a waste of money. Half of people love it. Could you give us your strategic way that you use paid advertising? Yeah, so I use a service called uh, Sprizzy, which Sprizzy is it's a YouTube uh, marketing company out of New Jersey. And the cool thing about Sprizzy is that it allows you to target the amount of audience that you're trying to reach. And these are actual people with actual YouTube channels and actually in specific industries. Uh, so. Once again, it goes back to research and uh, determining uh, what is the best avenue for success for you and making sure that whatever advertiser you uh, select is, first of all, legitimate in terms of digital advertising. You want to make sure that, that you don't get a digital bond that, that just uh, copy and paste your link to uh, several YouTube subscribers. So I think research and your own due, dilig due diligence is the key to uh, the successful uh, paid advertising model. I love it. And it's, um, it's, it's good that you mentioned that because um, do you believe in it? Because I do believe that we all should focus on our core business, right? So if you're a chiropractor, how do you treat people better? If you're a plumber, how do you, you know, obviously do plumbing better. But I think a lot of people out there, they're trying to become a part-time expert in digital and social media. So I'm a big fan of the outsourcing. And would you say that rather than you trying to spend hours and hours in growing your viewership on YouTube, that small investment to someone like Sprizzy would be money well spent as opposed to you, you know, spending your time trying to do it? 
Yeah, I'll give you a quick story. I tried it the other way for about 10 to 12 years and got nowhere. (laughs) 10 to 12 uh, years is a good, that is a good level of period to to keep at something. So (laughs) yeah, and I, and I resisted it for that very reason. And I, and I think uh, for me uh, that once I finally realized that uh, once you do uh, the appropriate research, uh, uh, you invest uh, the appropriate research into the resource, resources that, that it takes to do the appropriate research, then you, uh, then you uh, go to a three-step model, which I call what's your timeline, what are your goals, and what are your resources. So I found out uh, doing this on my own is really, really hard to get noticed on YouTube because everybody uses the platform. So I knew what my goal was. I knew what my timeline was. What I didn't have was the resources to exponentially grow. So I looked into advertising as a way to um, uh, expedite my growth and you don't have to spend a heck of a lot of money to advertise on YouTube. And uh, the way that I've been able to scale uh, so quickly is through my personal connections and through the limited amount of advertising. Uh, for an example, the podcast that I did with you, I spent uh, 50 bucks uh, on Sprissy and I got 2,500 people to view our conversation. So it doesn't have to be a boatload of money to get people to invest in uh, your, your product services or mess, message on social media. And the last thing I would mention there as well is that uh, using a podcast. So I am always looking uh, for to be self-improvement for myself. So through this platform, I've had the opportunity to go on podcasts and refine messages about the importance of inclusion and employment for people with disabilities and sharing my personal story and making sure that I refine the way that I uh, communicate communicate my message so that people can get it in short and concise uh, sound bites as well. So it's all about self-improvement and self-motivation really, because if you're not self-motivated to improve, then whether it's digital or social advertising or whether it's in life, you won't have the opportunity for advancement. I love it, Kev. I love it. Can I ask you, as the second step, right, now that you've had this early success, are you thinking, because I know that you're not doing it in terms of to make money per se, your, your mission to promote disability, disabled people being able to find gainful employment is what you stand for and what gets you out of bed. But, uh, you know, in addition to that, are you, are you sort of getting to the level where you can now monetize your, your reach and your profile that you have on social media? Yeah. So we're getting close and I'm, I'm, uh, constantly looking to expand my reach and resume to do that. And I'm also hoping to use the platform actually for my next uh, career opportunity. So I'm always looking to improve and to uh, lengthen my res- resume so that 
whatever my next career option is, I can use that uh, the the platform that I've created through the podcast and through uh, so my social media channels to leverage my uh, next career opportunity. I have uh, a degree in journalism, and and every job every job that I've ever had has been an offshoot of my journalism degree. And what I mean by that is none of the jobs that I've had. Uh, in, in my professional life have been journalism related, but I use the transferable skills that I uh, learned through my journalism education uh, to uh, use it to get a paid employment as well. So it's always uh, looking to, to the best way of using your transferable skills also in order to uh, uh, get your highest level of advancement because you can have the be best uh, goals in life in my mind just like everybody else but uh, rarely in life as you know Tony nothing ever goes according to plan 100% <laughs> of the time so it's always important to whether it be in business or in life to have the wherewithal to smartly pivot to take advantage of opportunities that are presented to you at large. Well, Kev, mate, I, um, once again, like I was really inspired being on your podcast and today, even more so. And, and, and in addition to the inspiration that, that I get from talking to you today, it was really good to get you, you provided not only my listeners, but myself with some really good tactics around, you know, promoting yourself digitally and growing your portfolio using paid advertising. So mate, thank you again for everything that you do, not only um, on the podcast, but in terms of the, the helping disabled people in, in the employment and in particular throughout um, national disability employment awareness month. But mate, I wish you all the best and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll annoy you again, again to come back on the podcast, mate. And I appreciate you hanging out with us for a little bit today. Hey, uh, Tony, I'm absolutely delighted with the time I had to spend with you today. Uh, and thank you for letting me virtually travel to Australia once again. <laughs> and, and once the pandemic is over, we should uh, make it a point to meet in person. Thanks so much for having me and for taking an interest in my story. It's most appreciated. No, it's my pleasure, mate. You take care and we'll talk again soon. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for hanging out with us again on another podcast. I hope Kevin's story really inspired you. It's just awesome to see someone who, you know, is doing a little bit tough and suffers from a disability, just brush it off and really kick on and continue to just do his best in life. So I hope you got a lot out of today and I hope it's maybe started to get you to think about potentially looking at hiring disabled people in your organisation because as Kevin alluded to, there's so many upsides to it. So thank you again for listening. Take care, stay safe and look forward to catching up on the next podcast.